the first sicha. So this parsha is actually going to be discussing uh, the, the mitzvah of Tomim Tiyam Hashem Alakacha. This is a pasuk in this week's parsha, which tells us to be complete with Hashem Alakacha or to be simple with Hashem Alakacha. Um, so in the sicha, we're going to be mostly focusing on how Rashi learns this mitzvah of Tomim Tiyam Hashem Alakacha and how it connects to the parsha before it and the parsha after it. But also we will discuss two other um, ways, which is the way of the Ramban, how he learns this mitzvah, and also the Rambam. So we have three interpretations what it means to be a Tamim. So let's start the Pasuk off. It says in the Pasuk, Tamim Tiyam Hashem Lekacha. Semantic Rashi, Kol Lekasev Emefarsh. Rashi quotes the entire Pasuk and explains that his Halich Imei B'Tmimis. What does it mean to be a Tamim? It means to go with him in Tamimis. So Tamim is not a noun that you should be complete. Rather, it's telling you the way how you're supposed to conduct yourself. You're supposed to conduct yourself in a way of Tamimus, which means simplicity. And with genuineness and with sincerity, you should act in a very genuine, sincere way, without any type of guilt, without any type of trickery. Be very, very sincere. Vitesapolai, more than that, not just to conduct yourself with Tamimus, but also to hope for Hashem. And not to delve into the future, trying to figure out what the future will hold for you. Rather, whatever happens to you, you should accept this with Tamimus. So in short, what is Rashi learning what it means? It's telling you the way that you're supposed to conduct yourself. That you should conduct yourself in a way of simple trust in Hashem. That you don't need to search and delve into the future to find out what's going to happen. Rather, you trust in Hashem, and you uh, are, 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 you live a, in a very simplistic way, meaning is you're not trying to figure out tachbulus and tricks how to get ahead. Rather, you trust in Hashem um, as a simple person. Uh, and whatever happens to you, you accept with this with this tmimus that you know whatever Hashem does, He's doing for the best, and it's gonna it's gonna work out great. Um, <clears throat> I should have done this before, but just to give you the. The parsha right before Tamim Lakacha is talking about not going to these uh, people, these diviners that will tell you the future. It tells you, do not go to all these different types of diviners, the Koisim and the Ma'oinim and the Oiv and the Yadoini. All these things are disgusting to Hashem. Rather, what you should do is Tamim Tim Hashem Lakacha. So that's what Rashi is explaining. It means the way how you conduct yourself is with this trust, this Tamimus and Hashem, that you know that everything will work out. Fine. Sarach Lahavan. He says, So question number one is, why is Rashi coming to explain the word, what Tamim means? We've already had the word Tamim many times in the Torah. So we already know what the word means. The first time we had it was by Noyach. It says, Noyach was Tamim If He was perfect in his generation. Avram, he had the command, go in front of me and be perfect. By the Kabbalists, we had that word many times, that a carbon has to be perfect, meaning is it's not all have any type of mum, any type of blemish. So we already know what the word Tamim means. Tamim means the idea of perfection, being complete. So what is bothering Rashi that he, has, he feels that he has to explain what the word means now? Base. <clears throat> Parate Pirushai. 
question is, the different details of his pirish. How does Rashi know in the Pshutei Shemikrat that the words Tam includes all these details? That when it says to be perfect, it means um, going, conducting yourself in Tamimus and hoping for him and not looking into the future. And whatever happens to you, you're supposed to accept with uh, simplicity. There's a lot of different details over here. How does he know all of these details according to Pshutei Shemikrat? Basically, the question is, how does he know that Tamim over here means differently than it means in other places? By Noyach and Avram, rather it means this whole list of uh, Pratim. Gimel. If you look at the parsha, he constantly uses the word shayel, shayel alamesim, sorry, derish alamesim, and shayel to the koismim and to the oiv and the yudaini. So it's using the word in the parsha shayel and derish. Um, so why does Rashi change the expression and use the word tachkor? Uh, you shouldn't uh, delve into the future like a chakira, like investigate. Um, which the difference would be, Shail and Dairish is more the idea of questioning, while Tachkor is a much more type of examination, much more lengthy type of examination. So why is he changing it? Base. Rashi. So the end of Rashi is, Oz tia imoi v'lechalkai. That Rashi finishes off, that after you do all these pratim, then you will be with him and you will be part of his poor meaning. Meaning is what the reward for being, for going in a way of tmimus will be that you will be with Hashem and you will be his portion. So First of all, where in the Pasuk doesn't mention anything, anything about schar. It doesn't. It tells you not to ask all these uh, diviners the future. And then it tells you, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to go with tamim, with tamimus, with Hashem. But it doesn't tell you anywhere uh, that you're supposed to, that you're going to get a reward for this. And second of all, how do you know that this is the reward? So, so the other Mephorshim, the Mephorshim of Rashi, they want to explain that Rashi learns the Pasuk that he's telling you where to put the comma. Right? Where you put the comma in the Pasuk is, is very, very important. So he says you're supposed to put the comma in the middle and therefore it splits it the Pasuk into two. Meaning is, the first part of the Pasuk says, Tamim This is a command. Tashem is telling the person, you need to act in a way of Tmimus. And then there's a second part of the Pasuk, Im Hashem Lakacha, that if you do, if you follow my command of Tamim then you will have the schar of Im Hashem Lakacha, then you will be with Hashem Lakacha. Meaning it's, it's not a tzivori, rather it's haftacha. It's a promise that if you do what we said earlier, then you will get this reward of that Hashem will be with you. And then it fits well where he gets also the schar from. So first of all, that's man the karshmei, because that's the end of the Pasuk. He's learning it as the haftacha, if you do the command. And how does he know that this is the reward? Because the Pasuk says, tia im, Hashem lekach, that you will be with Hashem. So the word is being with Hashem, then Hashem will, in a sense, take care of you, and you will be with Him. So v'ahach why does Rashi want to put this comma in the middle? They explain. 
because they, it should have just said in the Pasuk Tomintia. We've already had these words before of, tum, of being Tomim, like by Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu didn't mean to say, It says, So I already know what the word means. What does Tomim mean? It means to be complete with Hashem. So why does it need to say, That's Pashat. Who else would you be Tomim with? This is a schar kima mitzvah. And it actually fits really well. Meaning is, we just look at back at Avram. The other time that this type of wording is used in the Torah by Avram Avinu, it uses the same type of style. It tells you a command, Hayetamim. Then right after that, it gives you a reward, and then I'll give you my brisi. Then you will have my bris beni benecha. We'll have a convenant. We'll we'll have a connection with each other. We'll have this bris between each other. So it fits very well. Also, in our parsha where it says these words, there's tam um, tia is the command, and mascharzai you will be with like Hashem alakacha. It's a beautiful pshat on Rashi. Avol came Rashi ki, but you cannot explain this. In Rashi, for a few reasons. First of all, Al Pizas Cholus Divrei Rashi His Alach Imei Betmimis V'Siyim Devarav V'Oz Tia Imai V'Lachalka Habalei LaRashi LaKoysam Beis Divrei Maschal. First of all, these two points Rashi should have put into two different Divrei Maschal, right? Because remember, according to what we're saying, we're saying that this is really two different clauses in the sentence in the pasuk. There's one clause as a command, and then there's the Haftach at the end. So according to their pshat, it's not one idea, it's really two ideas. And we know the rule in Rashi, whenever there's two ideas, you explain, you know, if, if there's one part of the Pasuk is explaining one idea, and the second part is explaining another idea, of course, he will split it and explain each one separately. So why would he put them both in the same Pasuk, in the same Divar that would have been made much more sense. If you're going to split it into two, then you actually should have also explained it in two. That's what the Rebbe is saying. I'm just going to ask, add an akuda. Maybe this adds more explanation, but maybe not. Is by also, even more than that, by putting it into two. Um, it actually would make Rashi's shot even clearer. Meaning is Rashi's mechadish, that the way how to read this Pasuk is you're supposed to split it in two. So wouldn't, have made it, wouldn't it have made it even clearer that you're supposed to read it as two different parts if you would have split it into two different Maschals? That's my own point. But the Pashup shot the Rebbe is just asking is, it, it's two different ideas because it's two clauses, of course, put it into two different different Maschals. And I'm adding that also if you would have Taka put it into different Maschals, besides for that's the rule of Rashi, that also would have uh, made it clear what, what what he's trying to accomplish over here. Base. Pastas Lashon Rashi is halach imi betmimis mashmad im Hashem lekacha kuya adalil who chelik mahatzivu tamtia pastas pirsha kasev lightning yibefneiat meschalakim mitzi says the pastas Lashon of Rashi is um, that Rashi says his halach imoy betmimis. Meaning is Rashi is taking the word im Hashem lekacha and he's saying that the word im Hashem lekacha is going on earlier. Why? Because again, how does Rashi explain it? It says, Tamintia im Hashem So he says it means go with him. Tamintia im. So Rashi's explaining this Pasuk already. Tamintia im Hashem means to go with Hashem your God in a way of Tamimus. So it's clearly connecting, Rashi's clearly connecting both of those ideas. That basically, according to what he's saying, is Tamintia means you should be complete, meaning is you should go in a way of sincerity with. Him. 
It should go with him in a way of sincerity. So he's learning the words, Im Hashem Lekecha, Koyadolail goes on the first part of the Pasuk. That Tamimtiya goes, Im Hashem Lekecha. Hu Chelik Matzivi Tamimtiya. And that's part of the command. And this is, of course, also the Pashat Pshat in the Pasuk. It's not an Inyim Fneyatma, rather, it's uh, not, meaning it's not a Schar, rather, it's part of the command. For sure, definitely, the Pashat Pshat of the Pasuk is not splitting it into two. That's a big Chiddush. Um, and the Chayra, that's not how Rashi, first of all, it's not Pashat Pshat, but even more than that, within Rashi itself, you see clearly he's learning the words His Alech Imoy, he's explaining Im Hashem Lakaf, means Tamim Tiyah, means His Alech Imoy between us. Uh, because it's coming to what we said earlier. We said earlier you shouldn't be following the you shouldn't go to the you shouldn't find within your people, the Ma'inen, you shouldn't go ask the Shil, Oyviyadini, and dar- Darshaning to the Mason, meaning is looking for the future. Rather, what are you supposed to do? Tamtiya, you should be complete, not with everything that we mentioned earlier. Rather, you should be complete with the Shemalakacha. So saying Shemalakacha actually fits well, because we're talking about all these other options. So he's saying, don't go to all those other options. Rather, you should choose the option of being complete with the Shem. So the words Ima Shemalakacha is, uh, is not extra. Like Masha Inkain, as we said, by, by Avram Avinu, but Avram Avinu was very clear what it was referring to because it says, tamim. Go, in, go, in my, go in front of me or go with me and be complete. So it's clear who we're referring to. It says, tamim. Fine, so we're talking about Hashem. It says, right before that. But in our parsha, it wasn't talking about Hashem. It was giving the Isser, don't do all these other things. So therefore, the Pasuk says, what should you do? You should be tamim with Hashem. So definitely not extra words. So it's very different our parsha than how it was by Avram Avinu. And Dalad Mahu Toichne Inyan Shirashi Mesifer Imoy Belachalkai Vayi Bekas of Har Nemarak Im Hashem Lakacha first. And also, what's the Toichne Inyan that Rashi is Moisif at the end? He says Imoy Vilachalkai. Doesn't like what's what's the difference between these two words Imoy Lachalkai? Especially since the pasuk only says the words Im Hashem Lakacha. So that means you'll be with Hashem. However, however way you're going to explain that, but the point is, where do you get the word v'lechalkai? Right, so these are, are a few questions also on the second part of Rashi. Right, so the first part of Rashi, we had the questions of why does he feel he needs to explain what Tamim is? Where does he get all these different details of what Tamim is being explained? And why does he use the Lashon Tachkor instead of Shol as the Pasuk uses. And then we have a few questions in the end of Rashi, that Rashi says, Oz, the reward for all of this will be that you'll be imoy v'lechalkai. So he says, the questions really are, where do you see this in Yemeschar, b'pshutei shemikra? First of all, it doesn't, like, where does, the p'shutei shemikra doesn't mention anything about schar. So why is Rashi saying, oh, you're going to get a schar? The Pasuk doesn't talk about schar, and if there is a schar, how do you know that this is the schar? Right, then we try to give a pshat according to the other uh, Meforshim, but it doesn't really fit very well for the reasons why we just mentioned. Okay. Babir Biza. Pure Shapashat shall tum in Michal Makam who shall the tum haye. The positive shot of the word tamim, uh, whenever we mention the word, it is always always means complete. 
uh, like it says by Nayach, that he was complete, or Avram Avinu was complete, it means that they were complete in fulfilling of their ratzon, the Ratzon of Hashem. So they were complete in their Sitkas, in a sense. And this is actually how most Mephorshim explain it in our Pasuk, and we'll get to them. Um, let see, R14, there's the Targum, the Ramban, the Ramban. So those three we're actually going to bring, and then he brings a few others. But, um, so the Targum and the Rambam is another Pshat, and, and the Rambam himself is a third Pshat. So most of them explain that when it says Hayei Tamim, it means to be complete uh, with Hashem. And they have different nuances, but the way how they translate that word means that you're being complete with Hashem. He says, according to Pshat, which is Rashi, you cannot explain that it means being complete like being complete in your tzitkas, or, or being complete in fulfilling Hashem's ratzen. He says, He's a you can't say that because our parsha is telling you very specific averis. He says, do not do like the te'evas agayim, uh, don't do these things because of these disgusting abominations. You're going to be thrown out of Eretz Yisrael. It's giving you a misay misport. It's giving you very specific, ubedik specific um, isurim. So therefore, it's hard to explain that Hashem's telling you don't do these, uh, you know, these isurim. Rather, be complete in all taryag mitzvahs. It doesn't fit to say, don't do ten of eras. Rather, what should you do? You should be careful in all the six, you know, all the six thirteen mitzvahs. We're talking about ten, and then all of a sudden you're going to say, oh, but what should you do? It should have said, but you should rather be careful not to do these ten things. Why not? All of a sudden, don't be careful about all the other mitzvahs and the veras. That's why Rashi has an issue with the explaining it as meaning complete. And uh, truth is, all Mephorshim will have that issue. And therefore, we're going to see how each one of those three are going to explain it. Therefore, the Ramban, who learns that Tamim means complete, he says, in a sense, you need to add a few words to the Pasuk. He says, you need Tamim means means be complete with Hashem and your God with all the things that we're mentioning in this parsha. You talk, it doesn't mean the 613. It means be complete with Hashem, Bechol Eila, and all the things we're mentioning in this parsha. Meaning, you should be complete in your Munas Hashem, be in Yonamela. Shaloi Tishmael, Ma'inim, Bekais Mechulu. Rather, watch Shain called the Reim Emes, Vilayadia Bechol Atzar, because these Koismin, you cannot trust them, that not all their words are true. They don't tell you everything that needs to be known. Kiyakal Bedeshamayim. Because everything is in the hands of Hashem. He's able to do anything. Hashem has the capability to change the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the arrangements of the stars and mazalas. Meaning is because in uh, those days they believed that the, how the mazalas and the stars were organized actually would foretell what your future is. So the Pasuk telling you that Hashem can change all of that. So first of all, you can't trust them because... They don't know that much. They're only able to read a very small amount of what the star says. And second of all, Hashem can change that at any moment, so it's not even going to really help you. So don't trust in any of that stuff. Rather, you should ask 
Hashem about the future from the Nevi'im, which is actually the next parsha talks about going to the Nevi'im to ask for the future. So it fits very well uh, according to the Rambam. He says, Tamantiyah means takach, means complete, but it means complete in your muna, in these inyanim that we just mentioned. Not speaking to all these guys, rather doing what we're going to say in the next parsha, speaking to the Navi. Avil, so that's the Rama. He says, but it's very hard to explain that when it says it means these things. Why? He says, first of all, because it doesn't say it says be complete with Hashem. So if you don't read, you know, anything before and anything afterwards, you ask. What do these words mean? If you just read that passage, it says, can be complete, wholehearted, be complete with Hashem. It means to fulfill the ruts of Hashem. And I don't even have a proof that that's what it means because we already had this Pasuk other times in the Torah by Noyach and Abraham and both of those other times it also meant they were complete in the ruts of Hashem. They were tzaddikim, basically. So the Pashup shot of reading these words, as we've already seen twice in the Torah before this, means to be complete and everything, not just in what we just mentioned in this parsha, and he says especially he says because the psukim keep on stressing the words kola isa ela these things. The pasuk have said twice isa ela ha ela. It's it's constantly saying whoever does these things are disgusting because of these things you're going to be thrown out of Eretz Yisrael. So it would have fit very well to say tam ti Hashem lekacha b'chol ela, just like it's already done. So if you want to look at the in a sense the style of the psukim and and, and see the way how the psukim is. Uh, being worded in this parsha, it should have followed that same type of symmetry and said Tam if that was Pshat. Therefore, Rashi says it does not mean complete in, uh, in these things mentioned in the parsha. So Rashi has to come up with something else. Therefore, Dalid Rashi to come in Therefore, Rashi says Tamim does not mean like it does in every place. Complete. Rather, Allah is Salah, Imay between Masalderk, Mashanamar, Yakub Ishtam, Shuzahepechim, the Shlemus Kapirish Rashi Sham, Tom, any Baki Hulu, any Harf. Therefore, Rashi says, What does it mean between us? It's like it says by Yakub that Yakub is Ishtam, which is the Hepech, the exact opposite of the Indian of Shlemus. Rashi says, what does Tam mean? Tam means that you're not a Baki, uh, you're not an expert, and any Harf, you're not sharp. Uh, just to add maybe a point, because how could one word mean, in a sense, two opposite things? This is actually a Rashi that was mentioned, uh, Rashi actually mentions this in uh, Purusha al that he says sometimes you will have one word that actually means one thing and its opposite. Um, I'm going to give you an example. I don't remember this is Rashi's example. It could have been, but it's definitely true in modern Hebrew, is that you have the word lahashrish, right? So if you have the word hishrish or lahashrish means to take root, Ishtaresh, to put down roots. Hishrish, to take root. Right? But then you have the word sharesh, which means to uproot. So you have the one word that means the opposite depending on the tense that you're using. So also over here, you know, you have the word tam can mean simple, but tamimus would be the exact opposite of tamimus, meaning is that he's complete. So over here, tayei tamim means uh, simpleness. Uh, so apizem muvin hemshech haksuvim. So tamim, yeah, hemshech haksuvim. So this is how you read the Pesukim. The Pesukim earlier saying, 
don't learn to do like these individuals that pass their children through the Moilech and Koisim and they do the divination and Der Shalomesim. The Tam Kitevas call Hashem Koleseila. Doing all these things, Hashem, is disgusting. Um, so Rashi is saying it's not because it's not true. Like Rambam says you shouldn't do all these things because they're not true. No, it could be that the words are true. doesn't matter. Don't do them because Hashem finds them disgusting. And also in the next parsha, right after it says, says, These goyim, uh, they do listen to the ma'inim and the kaismim, but you should not do that because Hashem is not uh, uh, Hashem has not given you these things to you to ask from them these questions. Rather, there will be a Navi who will rise up from within your misks and you should ask him your questions. So it's not because they're not true what they're saying. It's not because uh, Hashem has not given you the uh, permission to ask from the Ma'inim and the Rather, He's put His Shrin on the Um Vitumim and on the Nevi'im, and you're supposed to ask them. So it's nothing to do with not being true, according to Rashi. It has to be that Hashem put His Shrin on the Nevi'im and the Um Vitumim, and that's who you're supposed to ask to, regardless if what they're saying is true or not true. And that fits very well with the Psukim, because the Psukim doesn't say anything about what they're saying not being true. It just says, don't do all those things because they're disgusting. And then it says, you're supposed to listen to the Navi. And as Rashi explains, says he has the Shechina, Hashem has not given uh, them to you. And if you look at R16, just something interesting, he says, Rashi Navi. I rise Rashi adding The Pasuk only says Navi. So it could be that these two minyana mentioned, the Navi Mutumim, are connected the two things mentioned in the Pasuk. You have the Ma'inanim and the Kaismim. What's the difference between them? He says a koysim holds on to a stick and he uses his stick to tell you the future. So similar to this, lahavda would be the umvatumim that is, is a chayfetz that the kohen god will use to tell you what the future will be. So it's in a sense using an object to tell you the future. While ma'aynen elo neistin aynis shaimi aynen plainis chulu. Uh, he says the Oynin is someone that tells you when a good time to do a certain thing would be. Uh, it, these are the individuals that are use trickery with the eyes, like a magician in a sense. But these are all things that they're doing on their own. It's their they, they're telling you what a good time, when a, a particular zman is a good time to do something else. They're not using any objects. Well, I'll be like a Navi that he's speaking to, he's not telling, you're not using any objects. Because then, like, never because of Rak Navi. Aye, so if it means both, and, you know, Umvatumim is coming to negate the idea of, uh, of the Kaisman, why doesn't the Pasitaka mention both things? He says, because we already mentioned in the Pesukim earlier that the Urmbetumim, about the Urmbetumim. So for the Chidush on our parsha is the Navi. But in Echinami, um, it, it means both. And that's why Rashi mentions both. Because those two things are to negate those things. Our parsha is not mentioning the Urmbetumim because we already know about that, that way of learning the future. 
Therefore, the Pasik has to warn you that you should go meaning is that even though that through these um, witches and sorcerers you can know what the future would be, Kolzad, do not learn these tricks. Rather, you should be Tamim with Hashem. You should go in a way of Tamimus. Meaning is, don't go in their way. Rather, go in a way of Tamimus uh, and hope for Hashem and not ask the Mo'inim and the Or in different words, that these individuals are looking for tricks and Tachbulais and they're trying to investigate what the future would be. You should not do that. Rather, you should be go with simplicity and sincerity and, and trust in Hashem. And that's how you're supposed to conduct and actually act uh, in your dealings. Not running after these individuals. Rather, going in a way and hoping for Hashem. Uh, and as he'll explain more in detail in Sifei. So now we're going to explain why Rashi adds all those details. So we answer question one, why, why he gives a different interpretation of Tamim. Now we're going to answer question two, is why does he give all these details? He says, because the details is to answer something. Because now we have a question. You're supposed to hope for Hashem. But the question is, how are you going to know the future? Because since you're not asking all the sorcerers, uh, you're not going to know how to conduct yourself. Like, what am I supposed to do? Should I do this business deal? Or should I not do this business deal? So Rashi explains more what this idea of means. It means that you're not actually examining and searching what the future is. Meaning the hanhaga of going with him is that you're trusting and hoping in Hashem. But the question is, okay, fine, so I could act that way. I will act in a way of Tamimus. I won't run after them. I won't search out the future. I'll hope in Hashem. But the problem would be is, um, a person's going to be worried. I, I don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen tomorrow? Am I going to be successful? Am I not going to be successful? Is, is this a good thing to do or not? So this is, would be a, a hapich hanhaga. So if, even if I conduct myself superficially in that way, but internally, I'm going to have all these doubts, and that internal doubt will be the opposite of how I'm supposed to act. Rashi explains, rather, all, everything that happens to you, you also need to mikabel with tmimus. That part of the mitzvah of going with him in tmimus is not just a way of conducting yourself, not asking all these people. But it's rather to accept everything that comes upon you also with the same type of simplicity. So the Pasuk is telling you that part of the mitzvah is that you go with Hashem to accept everything that happens from Hashem, whether it's good, whether the chulu, uh, with the, with the manucha and with the simplicity, and automatically you won't have any daiga. Meaning is you're hoping in Hashem and you're trusting in Hashem. Therefore, the way how you conduct yourself will be with tmimus, and everything that happens you'll accept oath. So with tmimus, and you're not going to worry about all these things. So basically, part of 
not searching for the future, incorporates within that mitzvah that which will eventually happen to you, you'll also accept the tmimus. Therefore, right now, at this moment, I have nothing to worry about because whatever's going to happen anyways, I know I'm going to accept and I know it's going to be good. But lefav, lechayra, um, what does mean? Right? Every mida, every way that Hashem uh, measures or every way that He tests you, you accept it with joy. So according to this pshat, maybe you can say that when it says he's not coming to explain rather he's coming to explain to the Talmud how he could do this in So the Talmud might understand, okay, I understand what Tamimus is, what I'm supposed to do, but how am I supposed to have that feeling within my heart? I mean, <laughs> you can't command on a feeling as we know. So maybe that's what he's trying to explain. That Yediyah Zu Shalala is called Daiga V'lechein Yibetimimus Amitis Why Kitiyah Ima V'lechalka Tevdi Yagama Gashmi So Rashi is explaining why can you have such a feeling? Because you just need to think and meditate and realize that when you go in a way of Tmimus then Hashem will be with you and, he'll, and, and you will be His portion. And you'll have good even B'gashmius. Beautiful. Avol Yev Shlafarj came when it's Rashi but the Rebbe says you can't explain that in Rashi. Why? Kiapiza Aleph Noli Lerashiti Tia Imoy Vilchalka. He says, "Where does Rashi know that from?" First of all, it's a nice shot, but where does he actually get it from? It doesn't say that in our pasuk. All it says in our pasuk is that that's what you're supposed to do. It doesn't tell you how to get there. So where does Rashi know that from? It's not the yeah bays. Um, Meaning is, how does Rashi know that if you're tamim tim then automatically as a reward, or not even as a reward, that because you're trusting in Hashem, then He will give you His, uh, He will be with you and protect you. It might be true, and of course that's what Yiddish guys does believe, but where does He actually know that from, that con- conducting yourself in this way, then Hashem will be with you. And Beis Havali Rashi Loimer Shareiti Emulachalka Yivloi Oztia. He says also the wording of Rashi is not Meduyik. Then he says Rashi should have said, "How can you do all of these things? Uh, you should do all these things. Why Sharei? Because he will be with you and Yivchalka. So the word Sharei would be an explanation because he will be with you. But Oz means then he will be with you. Meaning it's not giving you an explanation. It's clearly giving you a reward, right? So it's not saying how can you do all these things. It's because Hashem will be with you. Rather, it's saying, once you do all of these things, then you will get a reward that Hashem will be with you. So what's Takib Shah? Why does Rashi have these words? Az. That was one of our questions we had earlier. So, So, so the Peshat is, it's a continuation of the general toichen of the Parsha that we've spoken about until now. Meaning it's just like it's understood that the Parsha perforce says that when you do all these toyevas of asking all these individuals about the future, Hashem will throw you out of the land. So that the schar will be, that Hashem will be the exact opposite. So this answers both questions. First of all, where does Rashi know this from? He knows it from because it's Amida If we said if you do the wrong thing, you're going to be thrown out, that it's understood that if you do the right thing, then 
um, that you will be ima v'lchalkai, which means, as we're going to explain, Hashem will give you and keep you within Eretz Yisrael. We'll explain that in a moment. And that uh, also explains why Rashi is bringing this up, man the karshmei, but reward, is because we are mentioning it. Because since the Pasuk is mentioning what the punishment will be earlier, do all these things, you'll be thrown out. The Pasuk saying, what should you do rather? You should follow Hashem, and then you'll be not thrown out, rather Hashem, you'll, be, you'll stay in Eretz Yisrael. What is Chalkah Shalakadosh Baruch Hu? He says, then you'll be with him and you'll be his portion. Meaning is the portion of Hashem. Because since that the portion of Hashem is his people, we are Hashem's portion, therefore he will put us and he'll ride us onto the heights of the world. Meaning is he'll give us Eretz Yisrael. Which is the land of Eretz of Hakadosh Baruch Hu? As we said earlier, that this is the land where Hashem's eyes are constantly on. This is a mashal melech shahila banim miyeshle sadus asher lebenchu oiv neisin sada chitayv. The example of, the, of a king that has sons and he has fields and he gives to his son that he loves. Uh, he gives the best field. Kaschalus parshazu haart Hashem Hashem lekacha neisin lach. This is what we said also in the beginning of this parsha that this land that Hashem is giving you, and Hashem will throw out all these individuals from in front of you uh, for doing the wrong thing, and also this nation that you acquired. What does it mean you acquired that you? They were more chavi, they're more precious to you than all the other nations. I will bring them and plant them. Bahar Nachlasacha. So when it says to the Chelik of Hashem, what is the Chelik of Hashem? Uh, the chel- so when it says Chelik of Amoy, it actually, I translate it according to this, it actually means a bit differently. Chelik of Amoy means the Chelik of Hashem is given to his Am. So Chelik of the portion of Hashem, which is heir to Israel, goes to. The ben, uh, goes to Amai, goes to his people. So, so may, maybe this is the way how the Rebbe is reading Rashi, that Aztia imai v'lechalkai, meaning as, as opposed as being with these, uh, you know, being with this, the, 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 the sorcerers and all these other individuals, which will cause you to be kicked out of Eretz Yisrael, rather Aztia imai, then you'll be with Hashem. Meaning as opposed to being with these sorcerers, Aztia imai, you'll be with him. And a word for that, you'll be zaycha to his chilek, meaning is the chilek Hashem will go to Amai, his people, the chilek of Eretz Yisrael will go to the Yidin, and they will not be thrown out, rather they will, they will acquire the land. Zip Zayin. Avalapia nal kasha. Achreya kasaf tamantia imisham lakacha mamshak paparsha, kegay me'ila el ma'in nivel kaismi yishmu. But according to what we just mentioned, we have a question. After the past says, the next parsha continues, because all these other nations, they go and listen to the Ma'inunim and to the Kaismim, but that's not what Hashem gave to you. Rather, a Navi uh, from within your mists will rise up like me. This is Moshe Rabbeinu speaking. And I love Tishmu, and you should listen to him. So, so how is that a reason? 
So let's let's read how the Ramban reads it. B'shleim lepirsha Ramban mechulu detamim tia pirushai liyashalom im hakadosh baruch hu v'loy lishmayel kaisim amesim moving hamshecha parsha kaisim v'var tam hadavr shloy lider shalom ayinim mechulu lefi sheata loyche nasan lachashem lekacha navi mikir bechagaymer the bnei yisrael yidushu hasidus idea navi kirat menu yishmu divrei emes. He's according to the Ramban. Parsha fits very well. Tamim tia means that you should be complete in Hashem in these areas and these in Yana. Meaning, is not asking from the future from the sorcerers. Rather, uh, you're tamim with Hashem. So the pasuk explains the next parsha explains the the reasoning why. Because you should not dash into these ma'inim because Hashem didn't give these individuals to you to ask from them. And as the Rambam explained, rather, they, they have no shechina within them. They have, you can't trust them. They don't have any real power. Rather, the Navi, Mikir him you're supposed to ask the future, because, because from him you will hear the Divrei Amis. So, according to Rashi, though, this is, it seems like a contradiction. The Pasik, according to Rashi, means you should go with simplicity and purity, meaning is you should just trust that everything Hashem will do will be good, and whatever happens, you should be kabbalah so, why is the Pasik telling you don't listen to these individuals because Hashem, like Nasan Hashem Lekacha, rather Hashem is giving you the Navi to ask a future? What do you mean? We just said, you're not supposed to be searching after the future. Trust in Hashem. Don't search after the future. So, so then the next Parsha says, oh, what should you do? Rather, you should go to the Navi. What? You, you shouldn't be going to anyone. Just trust Hashem. It seems like a very big contradiction in Pierce Rashi. The Ramban is beautiful. The Ramban says, don't trust any of these individuals because, you, because they're, they don't have the complete MS. Rather, you should only trust in Hashem. So the Pasik telling you, so what should you do? What does it mean, trust in Hashem? Meaning is, realize that all these things are garbage. Rather, you go to the Navi because he's, he's, he's MS. It's well. So, Chasabir Bezat. Is not a continuation and a reasoning of the prior parsha. Rather, it's a new parsha. It's a new Indian. The Hashem is telling them that these other nations have these sorcerers, but you, you have a Navi. And this Navi, you're able to ask the future from. Well, maybe I'll just explain what the Rebbe's answer is right now. Outside, then we'll read it inside. What the Rebbe is basically trying to explain according to Rashi is that the, it's two different concepts. The previous parsha is telling you that you're not allowed to ask all the sorcerers, all the, the different, um, asking them for the future. Rather, you should trust in Hashem and not be do chakiris and examine and search and tr- worry about what the future is going to be. You, you should go between with Hashem, know that Hashem will take care of you. This parsha is telling you, though, that you, that you are able to speak to Hanavi and ask him what the future is. What's the difference? In the first parsha, it uses the, as Rashi says, uses the word chakira. To go examine and to delve and to search and to do tachbulais, that is not what Hashem wants. But just to ask is fine. Al derech tuba, possibly a dogma, is 
our own, like our parnasa, right? You're not supposed to, the, 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 you know, uh, the, the line of the Rebbeim, is that you're not, you, you, I've seen people put their, their feet in shoes, but they don't put their head in, in their shoes. Meaning in the sense that a person has to do a certain hishtadlus for his parnasa. Right, so the shtalos should be is kapacha that you work with your your kapayim that you need to go to work you need to make some type of kli in order to have a pranasa but you don't put your head into the kli meaning is you your head needs to stay focused on a Torah, on Hashem and have trust in the of Hashem but you need to make a certain kli in order for it to take uh, for the bracha to take place so this this is very similar to this idea you're not supposed to be chayker and darshan and everything's depending on what the uh, you know, what the, uh, the, the, these sources will tell you, or even what the Navi will tell you. You're not allowed to be, it can't be that everything is dependent on what the Navi is going to say, and you can't take a step forward without asking the Navi because it's so much uh, stress and worry, and you can't do anything uh, without it. Rather, you're allowed to ask a Navi. You can ask the Navi and, and see what he says, and then you base it. If he answers you, if he doesn't answer you, um, you still need to go vaita. Maybe al dugma in our own days. You know, we always want to ask the Rebbe for a bracha, right? So if you're, um, so what, what do you do? You, you, right, you go to the oil, you ask for a bracha, and then you move on, you go weiter. If you're saying, I'm not going to do anything until I plan, until the Rebbe gives me some type of answer through some type of way, some, you know, comes to me in a dream or episode, that's something which is not correct. Rather, you need to go with tmimus, meaning that you, um, that you're not, you trust in Hashem, and you trust that Hashem will find the way to give you the, uh, correct answers and uh, the information that you need to be successful. So you make a clea, you go to the Navi, you ask um, for advice, but it's not in a way that it's totally consuming you. Uh, that would be wrong. So regarding the Ma'inin and Ma'inin, that's completely usher. That's a loisase. I saw in one of the arts that someone wanted to say is that maybe it's just saying that you're not allowed to do like hakiras to the kaismin, but you're allowed to just ask them, ask them stuff. No, no, no. That's not what the pasuk is saying. The pasuk clearly says that those things are a laugh. When it says tamitim means that even the way that you're conducting yourself always with Hashem, the way how you conduct yourself needs to be in a way of tamimus. But even though, then the next parasha is telling you is explaining what that means. Tamimus does not mean that you're not allowed to speak to Anavi at all. It just means it cannot be in a way that it's all-consuming. Rather, needs to be a way which is tamimus that you're asking him questions. You're 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 doing your hashtablus, you know, your kapacha, and then you move on and do what you need to do. Sweden inside, he says. He says, rather, how you read this parsha is, ki means, doesn't mean, it's not a reason. Ki can mean because, but it also can mean when. He says, when these goyim ask all these individuals for the future, you shouldn't do that. Rather, you should go to the Navi. Meaning is, your hishtadlus should not be going to these individuals. Meaning is, even in a regular way, just a regular hishtadlus cannot be to these individuals. Rather, your hishtadlus to, 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 to plan for the future needs to be through a Navi. So this is all according to Rashi that explains the Pshat. Therefore, Tamim cannot mean complete. Rather, it means to go in a way of Tamimus. So therefore, since you're explaining that it goes in a way of Tamimus, therefore the next Parsha would be a, a totally uh, new Parsha. It's not giving a reasoning. Masha'inkin, as we said, according to the Ramban, that means that you're being complete in your Amuna. So it's explain- So therefore, it's a continuation. You're going to be complete in your Amuna in Hashem specifically. Therefore, you need to only speak to the Navi and not go to these other individuals. 
Uh, but he, he gives a very interesting R26. Uh, he says in the, the Kriya that we have at this point is Chamishi before you start the words so a lot of the the Mephorshim on where you're supposed to begin and end uh, the Elias have a very big issue with this because it doesn't make sense to end because key is in a sinus tam. It's like you're ending in the middle of a story, middle of a parsha. So they ask on that, like, why, why would you stop chemishi by the words key? But according to Rashi, if it's beautifully, because according to Rashi, it's an Indian Chadash, it's a totally new thing. Therefore, chemishi starts there. But according to the Pirsha Ramban, it's a Sarich Iyam. Why would we end and put chemishi in the middle of uh, this Hemshech? Why, according to everybody, we make the Hepsik a Revi, and, and other places we have these questions, and he tells you sources where to look, where these types of questions of why we end in certain places are discussed, we, uh, and he gives you different sources. Okay, back in the Pinim. He says, He says, even without this, that he can't explain Tomim like the Ramban did, but there's another issue in Pshutah why he has to say that it's a new Parsha. He says, If this Parsha is a continuation, why is he doubling the same thing twice? We just said in the last Parsha that's Aser. Now we're saying this new Parsha, all these Goyim go to these individuals, and you're not allowed to do that. We just said that. It's, it's, it's totally Ibrik. He says, But Al Kaven. We just explained that through the mut, the navi, it is permissible to ask for the future, and even on our psukim, it's mashma that the ikir iser uh, is because you might come to uh, is because you might come to ask for the koisim. The ikir meaning the main iser is not asking the future. The main iser is asking the future through a koisim. So this would be the steer of the parashat Dhamma. So this would still be a stira to the prior psukim. So even if it's not a reasoning l'chayr, it'd still be a, a stira, according to Rashi, right? Because we're saying you're allowed to ask a navi. The only real iser is speaking to the kaisim. So this is a stira to the par- prior parsha. We says tamintia means to, ta- to to go in a way of tamimus and wholeheartedness with the and not to ask for the future. Therefore, therefore Rashi is medayik and he uses a different word, and you're supposed to focus on that word. He says, you know, all I do in a which shows on a very great daiga, but just asking would be would be fine. Okay. But Ramban is not necessarily come to explain only Pashapshat. Rabban explains it means shalom complete, and he says shalom dafkin these in yanim. He explains that the game is give is a reasoning that a novi will rise up from before me for you, 
and I will put my words, Hashem will put his words into the Nabi's mouth, and you should listen to him, and he will tell you what Hashem will do, and you don't need to ask the future from the Kaisim the Menachish. And all the words aren't true, and they're not going to tell you everything you need to know, but by Nevuah, but everything, uh, they'll tell you Hashem's uh, desire, and nothing will fall from that. Uh, R28. He says, even according to Ramban, that Yakim Goyim is a reasoning, it's understood that even after Nevuah Nizbatl doesn't mean, oh, I don't have any Nevuah anymore, I'm, therefore um, I, I'm allowed to go ask the sorcerers. Meaning, as the Pasuk saying, you can't ask from all these sorcerers because Hashem will give you a Navi. He says, no, that's not Pshat. The Pshat, of course, it still is that these things are Asr, because A, because you're supposed to be Tam Tim Hashem Lekach, means that you should only trust in Hashem, and you cannot trust in all these other things which aren't true. So even if there isn't a Navi, it doesn't mean you can go ask for the Der Hashem because those things doesn't, first of all, it's clearly a Lav, and B, it says Tam Tim Hashem Lekach, means that the only one you're supposed to trust in and be complete in is in Hashem. Fine. Tasmin Yonam Adar Halach Hashpirish Rashi. This is a question regarding this command of Tamantia. Is it one of the 613 mitzvahs in the Torah? Right? We have the count. There's different ways of figuring out what are the 613. So the Rambam has a famous count of the 613, and the Ramban has a pierce which is on the side of the Rambam in the Sefer Mitzvahs, which argues uh, on many of the mitzvahs. And he's mostly coming to defend really the Bahag, uh, but it's a beautiful parish. So, anyways, the Rambam loy have you the sefer mitzvah shalai. So he does not bring in tamatiyah shalmakach as a mitzvah. But Rambam hasagasav manoi should savinulias levenu tamim im mayisparach. Mesayim uli chashav arav shehi tzvak lalas ha mitzvahs malachas v'dachia tayir v'lchein laivi b'chesh b'inai. So the Ramban says it is a mitzvah, and it's the command to be to have to be, you know to go with uh, completeness and, and tamimus in Hashem. That our heart should be tamim with Hashem lekacha, as as the Ramban explained already, uh, you know, in length as we discussed until this point, and the Ramban finishes. Why did the Rambam not count it? Because we know one of the rules of the uh, of the Rambam is that you don't ever count the mitzvah, which is a mitzvah kalalas. Like you're supposed to serve Hashem. Go, uh, uh, you know, you're supposed to guard all of Hashem's mitzvahs. You don't count mitzvahs, a command in the Torah that says, do, you know, fulfill all the mitzvahs. So this mitzvah, Tam Tim Hashem Lekacha, he says, according to the Rambam, he learns it means that you should be complete in all of the mitzvahs. Therefore, to complete all the mitzvahs, that's a mitzvah kalalas. It's a command to do basically everything Hashem says. And that would not be counted as one of the 613. So now we're going to explain, uh, we're saying that this machoik is that how to, if you count it or not, goes, of course, how they explain what the mitzvah of Tam Tia, how you explain the psukim. Kos of Rambam. The Tam Kola Surim Elu, the Dvarim Elu, Kulam Divrei Shakar Vakos of Him. The reason for these averis are of these isurmar, he says, because all these things are stupidity and they're lies. And the Yidin who are smart should not go and follow these shtusim. He says the wise individuals know that these things are stupidity and they have proofs that all these things are false. He says they're toyu and bayu and and stupidity, and only the people and all the people who are lacking understanding follow after them and 
the ways of truth have become twisted because of them. And he says, because of this, that these things are the opposite of Das and the opposite of MS, therefore the Torah gives you Hasar that you should be Tamim and Shemlakacha. Meaning, the Rambam explains the mitzvah of Tamantim Hashem Lakacha means that you have to be complete in your Das. So, so it's understood that it means it is a Tzivi Koilo. It's a koil everything. So it's is that you should be tamim with Hashem, meaning is it's koil all the mitzvahs. How are you complete uh, with Hashem in your knowledge of Hashem? The only way to be complete in your knowledge of Hashem is to follow everything that Hashem commands us. So even though this command was given in this parsha, and as the Rama explains, why was this sivi given in this parsha? Because the essence of these sivuyim are the, the essence of this iser is is because they're stupidity. And they're lacking das, and they're lacking emes, and they're lacking tamimus. Therefore, the Torah says you should, there's a mitzvah to be tamim and Hashem lekach. There's a mitzvah to be complete and and completing your das with Hashem lekach. So the reason's put in this parsha because it's basically the reasoning why these things are aser. But with that being said, it's still a toichen of all the mitzvahs. The toichen of all the mitzvahs are is to be complete in your das of Hashem, and the only way to have a complete knowledge. And, and to have complete, um, uh, the, the correct and true um, derech is, of course, by doing all of the mitzvahs. Therefore, it would be a mitzvah which is called everything. All the 630 mitzvahs. But the Ramban explains that it means that we should uh, trust in Hashem that He does everything. That we should only ask him about the future because he changes the, um, the, the figures of the stars and their layout according to his will. Meaning is, even though the general idea of Amuna is something which is shaykh to all the mitzvahs, but over here it's a very, it's a sivri prati, meaning is that you should have Amuna regarding these certain details about the Amuna, that, um, that Hashem has the capabilities to change uh, the future, basically. Whatever the stars are going to tell you, Hashem has the capability to change these stars. And therefore, there's no purpose and there's no point asking um, what the future will be by looking at the stars because we have to have a, a munah that Hashem is the one that controls what the future is going to hold, not the stars. And therefore, whenever Hashem wants to change it, He'll change it. So it's the amuna and in the recognition that Hashem is the only one that really controls and knows what the future will be. So it's a prat. Ulan Pirish Rajim Shutashim Mikar Tamim, who loy Lashan Shalom, Elam Lashan Timimus. Ari Poshit Sales Mitzvah Pratis Alchim and Bitmimus Mimnimus Biminian at Mitzvah Assay. According to Rashi, Shutashim Mikar Tamim does not mean complete, rather means simplicity. So it's Poshit that this is a mitzvah. And it's meaning is because it's not even an Indian of Amuna. The Ramban, the Ramban were being Machayash, even though it's Indian of Amuna, which a Chayra Amuna is Koyuk, you know, all the Taira. 
But it's it's a pratis dika in the amuna. It's the amuna that Hashem controls what the future will be. But according to Rashi, it's even easier because what does it mean? It means that the way how you conduct yourself, you need to conduct yourself, meaning living your life in a way that you um, that 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 you rely on that you. Are rel- that you're that you're not acting based on searching for what the future will be. Rather, you are acting in a way of simplicity, and you're hoping for Hashem. And whatever happens to you, you accept that it came from Hashem. Meaning, is you're you're, you're doing your conduct um, just in a way of tmimos. So it's an act. So it's not in need of a muna. It's the way to have how you're conducting yourself. You're conducting yourself in a way of tmimos. Of course, this is in addition to the Lysa, say, you know, not to have a Kaisim and all these other different things that you're not allowed to have. But oh, and once you do all these things, why does Rashi use these two expressions, that through the fulfillment of the first Parsha, which is not having within you all, not having within you all these sorcerers, then you will be with him. Meaning is instead of being with the sorcerers, you will be with Hashem. And then the second thing is when you hope for Hashem and whatever happens to you, then you also get the second thing that you will also be able to become his chalik. Meaning is that you will also be able to, uh, you will get Eretz Yisrael and be able to live in Eretz